Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk with Eric. We got Fishti on this week as she discusses post-show careers of the main cast of Dawson's Creek with me. We also talk about choices and other such nonsense. So come on over and let's jump right in. Every time I set the default microphone to my Yeti, and every time it's like, do you mean the headset that you're wearing that doesn't even have a microphone connected to it? No, Anchor. No, I don't. No, I want one that has a headset, damn it. (sighs) Hi. Hello. Congrats on your team's first day win. Thanks. It's all downhill from here. Yes, you got the one win out of the way. Now you're in trouble. Heck yeah. I don't know how many games we have this season because it's all weird, but. Yep. I <laughs> started late, right? Because of labor dispute. Yeah. I mean, look, how many games in the 2022? Uh, oh, what, is it actually the full thing? It's supposed to be 162. But they're saying it's still going to be 162. Well, maybe they got it done in time to have a full season. I guess they're technically not really that far behind a normal schedule. Only a maybe week. So they might have, they might either push it back a week on the far end. Let me see. Blah, 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 blah. A few extra double headers. Game displaced by the delayed start will be rescheduled. So either double headers or they'll just extend the season. Yeah. So what's new other than baseball? Uh, I finally started watching Our Flag Means Death. How is it? It's fantastic. It's hilarious. It's wonderful. It, it talks about so many things and it does it in such an entertaining way i'm still watching criminal minds i'm on season eight now why are you watching a show from 2000 and whatever it was that i watched that one time because my wife wants to watch it and she wants to watch it together so it's our time to watch things together well tell your wife to watch something newer we do watch some things, but right now, we never, neither one of us, watch, it's new to us. Uh, we didn't watch it before. It's... Well, if you're enjoying it, I guess that's all that matters. Exactly. I'm sure everybody else that wanted to watch it has watched it, but it's new to us. So why not? Yeah. I haven't watched it, and that's because I didn't want to. Well, I did try that new reality show on Netflix, and it's just as bad as Love is Blind. There's a new reality show on Netflix? Yeah, I think it's called Ultimatum. Um, Two people who are long-term couples have to decide to either get married or break up. No. Because, you know, that'll work for long-term. Why would you do that? I don't Why? Know. Why? Fame and fortune. That, that they just think they'll seems... get out of being on a reality show. That seems like 
the worst idea. Uh, fine, are go ahead. Ruin your relationships. See if I care. It's not my People relationship. People are crazy. Exactly. Choices Insider came out today. Anything on here that interested you? Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm curious about the new books that they added to the schedule. The, the Phantom, Agent, Phantom and... Agent and Guinevere. Yes, both of those look possibly interesting. They could potentially be interesting, but it's very hard to tell. I mean, you can't really tell from just the title, but none of them jump out as smut. No. I mean, but they both could be. Oh, they absolutely could be. It could be like sexy knights and sexy spies. Could be. And sexy ranch hands. Unless they're just leaving all the smut to the nanny of here, both three. No, they're not. You know they're not. There'll be more. There has to be more. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they'll. I mean, I'm not. I mean, we really don't know what cursed heart and and immortal uh, desires are. Where did it go? I was talking. I have no idea when it cut out. Yeah, uh, the last thing I said was I have no. We have no clue what cursed heart and immortal immortal desires are. Oh yeah, I was saying stuff in response to that. And it's gone. It's like it's. I didn't close anything. Well, just said, officially left. So I. I didn't leave. I didn't go anywhere. If you say so. Rude. Murder at Homecoming still the one that interests me the most out of the titles. Why? Well, I mean, I'm confused about the Homecoming part. It has to be University Homecoming. I'm hoping Maybe. it's a horror slasher type thing, which it probably won't be. But it's probably going to be a murder mystery or something like that. But based on title alone, that's the one that intrigues me the most. It's the one that confuses me the most. I'm just I glad they're taking chances on, on possible books. Me too, actually. We went through a really long stretch of all crappy romance books. Mm. Well, crappy to us. We both know people love some of the books that were released. But there was a stretch with a lot of just straight romance books. Yeah, not too much else going on. Which, I mean, I can understand that's what makes money for them, but I'm glad that we're at the point where they're, they're spreading, it, spreading it out. I mean, of course they're going to need to do the romance books. That's what brings them their money. We need surrendered so that we can get books like Freak the Dead and Crimes of Passion. Exactly. And I'm okay with those when they have a purpose like that. It would be better if they could have, you know, plots. (laughs) There was a thing on the wiki the other day where it was like, what do you prefer? A cheesy romance or... A plot, a plot, a plotless smut with nothing else, and I'm like, honestly, I personally hate cheesy romances because they're not good stories. So I'd rather have the useless, empty 
smut because at least it's something for me to read that might be interesting. Oh, but, but you're like mismatched. That's cheesy romance. But it's also smutty. Okay. So, so it, that's it, it, okay. Because okay. it, it's like it's light and fluffy in the in the story and it has it it has an interesting, if not predictable, storyline. And it's got a cheesy romance with Absolutely. like this the sexy like hot hookup scenes along the way. It's like a great balance. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely rom com one oh one. And it's it's like rom com as produced by like cable television. And not, and not like it's like it's premium the, channel television. It's the uh, Netflix rom com. It's a Netflix rom com, and not and not a, a Lifetime or a Hallmark rom com. No. So it's got it's slightly all above. The stuff in uh, it. It's slightly above Hallmark. But I don't want like I don't want like a, a cheesy Hallmark romance because those are just so that's that's home for the holidays, and I don't yeah. like home for the holidays. Surrender it is like. Surrender is if Hallmark tried to do a smut film. Yeah, or <laughs> or W Network. It's like it's it's useless. So I mean, but the ideal thing would be to have a story that's kind of like in in the mismatch world, where it has an interesting storyline that keeps you entertained. It has good characters, hopefully more than one ally. Because if you don't like the ally, then you're fucked. Um, and then it has a balance where you can take those steamier scenes if you want to. Or you can play it without it and still get the gist of it. Now, in Ms. Magic, it is a romance-centric story, so it drives it a little bit more. But it doesn't have to. And I it, think it's they just need more of that balanced mix of, do you want that stuff? Because here it is. But if you don't want it, here's a great story. I mean, they tried it with Slow Burn, just the story wasn't very good. There's no sex in Slow Burn. There's yeah. like one hookup with Julian or Julia before. Okay, you can't. You don't do anything with with the chef until the end. It's like a slow burn, but it's annoying because they suck, and <laughs> and and it's forced. It's clear that that was supposed to be a single ally book, and then you get like you have like a couple really crappy hookups with with the producer, not the producer, the the restaurant consultant. Yeah. That's it. What about Laws of Attraction? That kind of walks there. I mean, with the flings, not with the main love interests. That, see, that's a great compromise, though, that they have these long, slow burns with the love interests, and they're a little bit different in how they have the slow burns. And then if you want the hookups, you have the hookups. Now, would it have been better maybe for them to have a an actual ally who was a little bit more on a fast track for people who want like a committed sexual relationship sure but it's a good middle ground yeah and it had a good plot for most of it which by the way one of the writers on that or two of the writers i think on that were also on mismatch so for me it fell apart as soon as they got to the actual murder trial which is what i was most excited before it was released for it it fell apart around chapter 10 or 11 out of 16 yeah. Which is when it starts to get deep into the the murder investigation because it just I think that's when the writing staff changed. And you what can about, tell uh, the other PV announcement, Storyloom. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I haven't I, seen it yet. You haven't seen anything about it? 
the only thing I've seen is that email because I'm not going to name names. Um, <laughs> so all I know is that it's it's a you know a user submitted story generator thing, um, and I'm intrigued that they're providing that for you and it's new assets and new things that we're not used to seeing, um, or potentially just not children. <laughs> I've seen screenshots. I haven't seen screenshots. Some of the stories that are that that are already in there that's created by PV. I haven't looked for it. I haven't. I figure I'll wait until I. I, get I to didn't the look. Test. I stumbled upon it. Well, I'm never on Twitter. Yeah, that's I true. like never, and half ninety percent of my feed is art that isn't related to Pixelberry. What's the chances that you submit something? Limited. <laughs> like, I can say I intend to, but then will I actually do it? I mean, unlikely. I would like to. I wish I had the dedication to do it, but I don't have any ideas for anything. Um, and it would take away from the projects that I already don't finish. Hero so. Volume 2, damn it. Well, you can make that. Yeah, but I'm already won't. in the process of rewriting the Royal Masquerade, and it's taking me years. And I don't want to also think about maybe trying to figure out how to do it on Story Loop. Yeah, so I'm all like, oh, I'll, I'll turn uh, Sunkist into a murder mystery. Yeah, that didn't happen. I'll, I'll write that my two first love sequel. <laughs> I started, <laughs> and then I just stopped. <laughs> just lost interest in it. I didn't lose interest in my project. I just lost the ability to get it out of my head and onto paper. It's all there. What I came up with, I actually thought was a pretty good concept. For It was, and I enjoyed helping you stay true to the characters that I love so much. <laughs> it's quite convincing. <laughs> those, those, those are my first two love characters I love. I love them. They're my favorite. My first two loves is top, top, top tier book. I've never said anything negative about it ever. Why so, would I do that? All right, so let's get to what we're actually discussing today, which is me ranking the post-show careers of Dawson's Creek cast and you either agreeing or arguing. I guess not arguing, but giving your thoughts on my ranking. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> what, <laughs> what I've decided is I'm going to keep it to the younger cast. I'm not going to count any of the adults. Okay, like the main cast? Yeah, the main cast. Mm -hmm. And I am counting anybody that has more than 40 episodes as a, as a series regular. Anybody who has more than four episodes? 40. 40. I'm like, four is a series regular? Low bar. Okay. Uh, but none, none of the adults. Right. But I will just... say, had I counted adults, sadly, um, John Wesley Ship is had a better post career than quite a few other of the younger cast. And really, all he's done is been on The Flash. He had a better pre career when he was The Flash. Yeah. I'm, I'm not counting anything before Dawson's Creek. I'm just saying. But yes. But we're not talking about John Wesley Ship. We are not. We are going to start with Meredith Monroe. 
Oh, Meredith. Okay. She played Andy. She so first of all, what's what's your experience with Dawson's Creek? Let's start with that. Okay, so I tried to figure out when I stopped watching it, and I couldn't. So I think I probably watched all of it and have just forgotten. <laughs> all 128 episodes? Like, like I think, I, I know I remember watching the finale, and I watched a lot of the final season. I, I remember that. Um, Because that was the whole thing. Who's Joey going to choose? And I know I watched... I don't care what anybody says. What? She made the right choice. Oh, she absolutely did. 100%. Um, And then I I know I remember watching, like, the first at least three seasons religiously. I gotta look and see, like, what happened. Like, what what happened in season four? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Season four is when they graduated high school. Pacey and Joey are a couple for most of the season. I think I saw that one. I think I saw basically all of season four. And so, but season, I just don't remember. Season three is the love triangle between Pacey Dawson and Joey. Right, the new love triangle between Pacey Dawson and Joey, instead of that original love triangle. It's all about love triangles. Yeah, they they moved Pacey in and removed Jen. <laughs> um. Yeah, I remember him going to L.A. in season five. Yeah, that's season five. He goes to L.A. and then quits. I I, I have to have watched everything and I just have erased I remember Busy being there and Busy Phillips for as Audrey so I had to have seen it all I had to have and I just don't remember most of the and latter is, is season 5 and 6 so. yeah so I, I remember her being there I'm, I'm always like oh yeah when she was on Dawson's Creek like that's what I know her from and not freaking freaks and geeks no i didn't watch freaks and geeks until much later gotcha um all right so there is a there is experience with dawson's kick there which is good mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm not coming into this totally blind i just have amnesia all right so we'll start again we're starting with meredith monroe who was andy Mm -hmm. who i still argue was the better match for pacey until they made her go crazy, I preferred his relationship with Andy than his per- than his relationship with Joey. Yeah, it was quite con- my my opinion was quite con- uh, controversial with my friend group when we watched it. I don't think Andy was very well liked as a character because she was so neurotic. Yeah, I was going to say anal retentive. <laughs> Um, and I think also since she came into it, you know, a, a couple seasons in and was, was, you know, there as a main character for a couple of years and they just kind of, she, she felt like she was intruding. Yeah. So she was a main character for season two, three, and four. And Wikipedia says she's a main character on three and four and she was a recurring character on two, but you know. That's cool. I'm pretty sure she's in the credits for season two. That should make you a series regular. No, recurring and regular are not the same thing. But if you're in the credits, you should be. I mean, maybe she wasn't in the credits. Either way, she had 69 episodes of Dawson's Creek, so I'm counting her. That's fine. She definitely, by the end of it, deserves to be considered one of the main characters. She's in the main character grouping on Wikipedia. They just say that she's not officially main character until season three. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> 
but her <laughs> her post career has not been great. Where is she? What has she done? Uh, well, she has done. She did play uh, Hotch's wife on Criminal Minds. I would probably say that's what she's most known for. Is that what what made you think about this? Um, I like ranking things because I'm a nerd. But is that what made you think about this? Uh, possibly, yes. <laughs> I was like, I asked my wife, and whenever I ask my, my, ask my wife this question, she just looks at me and says, I don't care. So. Mm. I do that with things to Nate, so it's just a thing that, that people do. It's fine. She, she has a lot of one episode show, one episode of shows. She does, and she's got 10 episodes of 13 Reasons Why. Good yeah, I don't her. remember any, but I don't think I watched the later season, so. I didn't watch either, any of them, either of them. I don't know. She played Engineer's wife in Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. Good for her. Engineer's wife. Engineer's wife. In in the best Transformers movie? <laughs> I think the first one was the best, but that's just No, I I I'm I don't think that the, this one is is the best. Don't worry. She definitely made her run through crime and Doctor shows. She was on House, CSI, Bones, Crossing Jordan, Shark, Moonlight. The fuck is Shark? Private Practice. Uh, Shark was a lawyer show with uh, James Woods. Yeah. That's uh, why I don't know. The Mentalist, Psych, NCIS, The Closer, Hawaii Five O, CSI in New York. And she did Criminal Minds for quite a while, but just random scenes as Hotchner's wife. NCIS Los Angeles. She was in some episodes of Heart of Dixie. Castle, SWAT. I want to know what this, the husband she met online is. (laughs) Go ahead, though. Continue. What's What's that one? This is a Lifetime movie. Oh, I I I you say she met her husband online. No, it is a movie. The husband she met online. With somebody named who's this? Jason Gray Stanford. Who are you? Nineteen forty seven police officer in the ninety three X Files. Nice. The OG X Files, not the reboot the not reboot, but like late oh no, he was there. He was in an episode of the of the it's not a reboot. How do you like continuation? Uh, well, of I what? don't know who this fucker is of X Files when it came back in ninety in, in oh, twenty eighteen or whatever. Yeah, revival. That's better. That's better than reboot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know this dude. Anyway, he's in this movie. Either way, it comes down to she's done nothing of importance. Really. She's done nothing. That sucks for her. She was also very old for her character. Yeah, but that's in that's in general what they did with. I know they were all old. (laughs) They were Uh, all like ten years, fifteen years older than their characters. Next up, going with Kerr Smith, Jack. Well, I mean, he was in those um, Final Destination movie things, or at least one of them. He was in the first one, but I'm. Pretty sure that was while filming Dawson's Creek. That might have been. did not count. Because he was like super big at the time. 
Uh, yeah, so Final Destination was 2000, so it would have been the same time that Dawson's Creek was on. That would have been when season three or four was airing. He's the first man to have an on-screen gay kiss in U.S. television. I did know that. Wow, wasn't it with... Um... Um, God, was who was season, it with? It was season four. Was it with Pacey's brother? No. <laughs> it happened in season four with a, a student from another school. Mm. I don't remember it clearly. But that's cool. Uh, it, it happened in the season four finale. Okay. I know things. <laughs> Let's see what he's been up to. Cruel Intentions 3. Punked. Yeah, but almost everybody's on Punked. That doesn't count. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He did get to do Charmed for quite a bit. Ten episodes of Charmed. Well, that's not a good thing. You don't want to take... You don't want to... You don't want to claim that. Yeah. He, he actually got a starring role in a show called Justice, which I actually really enjoyed. Oh, he's also in Life Unexpected. Which I also enjoyed. I don't know Justice. Did you ever watch it? Uh, so Justice was a show, Victor Garber was in it. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it only lasted one season, but it was a show where they defended, uh, it was, they were lawyers, and they defended, and at the end of every episode, it showed you whether the person they were defending was innocent or guilty. Oh, Okay. But without like the other, like it would show you like what actually happened, and then you'd be like, "Oh, the viewer discovers whether or not justice has been served following the verdict when what I, really I, transpired I, is revealed." I, I very much enjoyed it, but it was not a popular show. That's a neat concept, though. It was. It was. I thought it was really well done, but didn't get the ratings. Didn't last. Hey, hey, people need. Okay, so like choices, fans. It didn't get the ratings, so it didn't get a second <laughs> season. Same thing happens with those books you don't spend diamonds on. Okay? Anyway. Very much, yes. <laughs> it, it, it works the same. They, they need to make money. Same thing applies. <laughs> there our, are ten our, seasons our... of Friends because Friends had the ratings, okay? So <laughs> Even till the end, friends had the ratings. It's the royal romance of television. It is. The royal romance, the freshman. I, I mean the like freshman's friends. probably the Dawson's Creek of I like of friends, choices. so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give I'm gonna give friends the, the freshman mm. title because I don't like the royal series. Honestly, if they didn't ruin open heart, they probably had, would have had more more seasons of that. I'm, I think it was supposed to have at least four. Grey's Anatomy has, they, they had 18 seasons of Grey's Anatomy to pull plot lines from. It's true. And they talk about in the very first episode or chapter, sorry, that, uh, that you have like one season or one year of your internship and then three years of residency. Yeah. And we got two? Two years. Because at the end, you make the choice. Your residency is done at the end of both grades. But they rushed it. So oh, it's yeah, technically it supposed to be three, but they just pretended that you already did one. Yeah. And then you went to go find out where you're going to become an attending. But they could have gone into that. It could have been Scrubs. They could have. You could have been an attending at, at Open Heart. 
Edenbrook. But he, he, he got some episodes of Eli Stone, another show I really enjoyed. Mm, I liked Eli Stone because I am That's a fan great. of Johnny Lee Miller. Yes, that was a great show. Plus, I love George Michael's music. George Michael was great. Uh, and then I, I, I don't know if you've seen like Unexpected, but I really enjoyed that show. I have not. I know about also, it, but I haven't seen it. He did do an episode of Criminal Minds as well. Who hasn't? Yeah. Uh, nine episodes of Riverdale. I know there's people who like Riverdale. Not me, but there are people. I tried nine to episodes, watch it. Not a bad. Right, up next, going with Busy Phillips. Okay. Wait, is this an order? Of, uh, your, yes. of your rankings? Okay, so that yes. that may not have been clear to our viewers. I mean, listeners. Sorry, listeners. I, I started with the person with the worst post-career, going... and we're moving to the person with the best. Okay, I have a feeling that I know who your best might be. but So, Busy Phillips, okay. Okay, but she was on Cougar Town. She was on Cougar Town. She also had a talk show. She did? For I'm not sure if it had one season or two, but she did have a talk show. Uh, I think it was called Busy Phillips Tonight. Oh. And then she got really angry when it got canceled. She was on ER for a while. I haven't gotten that far in my ER rewatch, which I started last year and then stopped. Cougar Town. I have so, mixed feelings about so it, it was called Busy Tonight. Busy Tonight. Yeah. It lasted from October 28, 2018 to May 16, 2019. Okay. And I remember she got really angry on social media when it got canceled. Well, Busy, sometimes things don't get the ratings. <laughs> I'm sorry you got nominated for a Critics' Choice Award, but that doesn't mean anybody was watching you. Exactly. Okay, so she's... Wait, how many How many total people do you have? Uh, seven. So she's... She's fifth. Fifth. <laughs> okay. So, okay, we're into the top. Well, we're into the really main cast. Beats, uh... She really only beats Kurt Smith because of the talk show in Cougar Town. We're, we're on the, the really main cast now. She did have 102 episodes of Cougar Town. Cougar Town, I mean, had its moments. She also had a, one episode of Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23, which I very much enjoyed. I never watched it. Didn't uh, that become a James Vanderbeek vehicle? It, it was James Vanderbeek playing James Vanderbeek. Yeah, yeah. He was playing a heightened version of himself. And speaking of James Vanderbeek, he's up next. Oh, good. I was going to say he should probably be there. Yes, he's next. She was in all of the episodes of Cougar Town. Uh, let's talk about James Vanderbeek now. I, I, I'm switching. I'm putting Katie Holmes next. I think Katie Holmes has had a worst post. I think career. I think you could say one or the other, and you'd probably get very little... Uh, I mean, the only really thing she's done is marry Tom Cruise. And ruin Batman Begins? Yeah, I mean, you know you're bad when you're in a comic book movie and then they have to uh, recast you. 
I mean, it wasn't necessarily... Okay, so there's this weird thing about it. It's like, was she really terrible, terrible, terrible? No. But was the no, character no, she, she was no, given she... at the time not very good? No. Was she right for that role? No. She was terrible for that role. She should not have been cast. Right. She should not have been cast in that role, but she wasn't necessarily bad as the... No, she like, was, it was it's, it's she was bad. the it's only bad thing. thing about Batman Begins. She was she didn't fit because she was she would have fit in a different Batman movie. Yeah, like I think Batman if she had been, in. yeah, well, like in that vein of Batman movies, like if they had done, if the, if Batman had begin begins had felt more like the I'm going to call him the OG four, right? Like if it felt more like it was a continuation of that, she would have been fine. But because it was full of high caliber actors and was a much darker and she was not a good enough actor, actor she was anymore. she was not she was not right for that at all she did get to do jack and jill with adam sandler which oh. is the worst adam sandler movie god by far the worst adam sandler movie that's not saying much i don't like any adam sandler movie she was slutty pumpkin in how i met your mother i don't like how i met your mother i've actually never seen it Never mind. <laughs> 11 episodes of Ray Don Donovan. And then other than that, really nothing. She married Tom Hanks. Or Tom Hanks. She married Tom Cruise. She married Tom Hanks. That's the twist of the century. <laughs> Tom Cruise jumped on a couch for her. Yeah, well, that was fake. Yeah. But very close behind would be James Van Der Beek. They're he, he, I mean, he's done quite a bit, but nothing that was successful. Three episodes of How I Met Your Mother. James I, Vandermeems? Vanderbeek. No, no. Jamesvandermeems.com. Oh, you, you haven't seen that? No. I mean, that's probably better than anything he's done. JamesVanderMeems.com. He does an updated version of the Dawson crying face. <laughs> I think I've seen that. Um, he was in two oh, two really good work. episodes of Criminal Minds. Oh God! Had a good run of uh, a coked out version of Dawson on One Tree Hill. He was a coked out version of Dawson on One Tree Hill? Yeah, he played a movie a movie director that was the first scene is him sniffing coke. Oh. Okay. Really try to separate yourself from from that. I can't count Varsity Blues because it here it was it came out while Dawson's Creek was on. But I absolutely love Varsity Blues. I saw Varsity Blues. I went to the theaters this year. So did I. I absolutely love Varsity Blues. There's also in Jane's Town and Bob Strike Back, which again also doesn't count because it was here and it, it came out during Gotham's Creek. Oh, look, Rules of it Attraction. Was a very, it was a very good cameo. Rules of Attraction with Ian Smolderholder. Not a good movie. The book's not nope. bad, but... Well, Brett Easton Ellis is... Hit or miss. When he's good, he's yeah. good. I, enjoy, I enjoyed the book. The movie was horrible. 
Uh, he was in. Uh, he oh, did have, have uh, Shannon he, Sossaman. Yeah. Okay. There you go. He did have a CSI show. He did for like two seasons. It was like the least successful one. Yeah, CSI Cyber. Well, that's. I mean, but he did get to play himself a heightened version of himself in a sitcom. That's true, and that is the sign of a true wash-up. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, he, points for keeping on trying. I, yeah, he he hasn't been in anything since 2020, but you know who has? 2020, weird year. A lot of things didn't happen. So. Top two was really hard for me. Why does he have six kids? Sorry. <laughs> he was on Dancing Dance with the Fairies as well. So I guess he gets extra points for that. So that 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 that's creeps in my head of, of everybody else other than the top two. So the top two was hard for you. Yeah, I could see how it would be because they've each found success in different venues. Yeah. I'm going with Michelle Williams at number two. Okay. Okay, good. We had the same number one. It's. She's had an amazing career. She has. Uh, did she win the Oscar? No. Or was she just nominated? She was nominated. Yeah, I couldn't remember if she won or not. Are we sure she didn't win? She did not win. But she, she has received had... four nominations. Best Supporting Actress for Brokeback and Manchester by the Sea. Best Actress for Blue Valentine and My Week with Marilyn. She won the Golden Globe for My Week with, with Marilyn. Okay, Golden um, Globe. But nobody cares Golden Globes. And another one for Fosse uh, Verdon, but she did not win an Oscar. She has won an Emmy for Fosse Verdon. Okay. But very good career. Shutter Island was good. Blue Valentine was good. She's been a little more discerning. She's done like roles that challenge her. I remember she's been like, I want to be, I want people to see that I'm not just like a teen drama actor. I mean, as much as The Greatest Showman, the person that it's based on troubles me, it was actually a good musical. Didn't see it. But I will say, Venom is terrible. And if you like it, you should feel badly about yourself. No, don't. I don't really care. But Venom is bad. <laughs> yeah. They were not great. I didn't see the second one. I totally forgot that, it even came out. That seems like a paycheck movie for her. It, I think she was just like maybe trying to be... Like trying to yeah, like to to get a foray into something a little more mainstream to yeah. maybe boost Oz her. The Great and the Powerful also seemed like a paycheck movie for her. Was not good. Uh, what one? Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh, Oz. Well, that was like, I think that was for everybody. It was a paycheck movie. They were trying to ride the Disney thing and it didn't work. Yeah. And... and I personally, I think Brokeback Mountain's overrated. I think it is not because I think for the time, and this is, this is, you know, it was really not that long ago. And so it's kind of sad that I can say this. I think for the time, it was sort of groundbreaking because this was 17 years ago and it was like a big oh, it deal. Was, it was definitely groundbreaking, but and the it movie has, itself wasn't that great. And it has fantastic acting. It's a short story, so they didn't really have to cut anything out. I mean, the acting is phenomenally good. Uh, but I can see how, you know, 
it just maybe loses steam. But, you know, I don't know if I would say it's overrated. I'm, I just, I think it's overrated. I didn't love it. I think I got robbed at the Oscars. Uh, I actually like Crush, but I can... Crash was not the best picture. No. 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 I saw I, Crash. I enjoyed Crash for what it I was. I liked Crash better than I liked Brokeback Mountain. But it's not the best picture. It was not. It was not. It was not. Good Night and Good Luck was better. Capote was better. Walk the Line is good. The Constant Gardener is good. Pride and Prejudice okay, is so good. Okay, so tons of other movies, but we all know it was between Crash and Brokeback Mountain. I don't even understand why Crash was the forerunner there. I just don't. Like, best picture, it was up against Brokeback, Capote, Good Night and Good Luck, and Munich. And, like, I would those other Munich. four are so good. Like, Munich was, was uh, Eric Bana's one film of the year, and, like, Oh. Yeah, I, I think I would have went with Munich. I think that's probably the best one in that list. Like, did anybody get nominated for Crash for acting? Matt ah, Dillon. But... He was good. He was great playing that racist cop. Excellent. That leaves <laughs> Mr. Pacey Witter himself, Joshua Jackson. Yay! First of Joshua all, Jackson. even though it doesn't count, I absolutely love Mighty Ducks. I was going to say, Charlie. Charlie Conway. Launched an NHL franchise. When he gives up his spot on the team in the second one for Banks, tear it up a little. He's an underrated star here, Mr. Joshua Jackson. The Skulls. With Paul Walker. Skulls yeah. is great. Urban it's, Legend is great. It's not, it's not really great, but it's great for what it is. Uh, true. Let's Ur- be fair. Urban Legend was a good slasher flick. Yes, but The Skulls is a good like thriller. I love it's, Cruel Intentions. It's a decent thriller. Cruel Intentions, I've never seen. I've seen Dangerous Liaisons, and I've seen... You should, you should, see, Cruel, you should see Cruel Intentions. I've seen Valmont. Good. Which is what it's based on, but I haven't yeah. seen Cruel Attentions. Um, but we're talking about post Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Started off a little slow, but then he gets Fringe, which Fringe. lasted Fringe five seasons. Then Fringe moved really... into yeah. classic cameo in Unbreakable Kimmy Smith. I didn't see that. Purvis. So he, he, he has a cameo where. Uh, she watches Dawson's Creek for like the first time and she runs into him and he like, like there's, they're talking about how he looks like Pacey and then he talks about how Pacey's, Pacey's overrated. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's a great cameo. He totally skipped over the affair, which was between Fringe. The affair and... is after Kimmy Smith, isn't it? The oh, no, was I guess 2014. It's time. Yeah. It's listed weirdly on his IMDb. Because IMDb will go off of what the most yeah. recent thing is. But yes, the Avere. Great. I, I didn't love it, but it lasted long in five seasons. Look at that. He's won four Teen Choice, three Teen Choice Awards. Three. Three Teen Choice Awards. All for Pissy? Yeah. 
course. Choice TV actor. Fuck you, James Vanderbeek. Pacey for um, life. And I don't know if you've seen it, but When They See Us is amazing. I have not seen that, but it is on my list. And I was, I think I started it and then I stopped it for some reason because I got distracted. But I was really excited to see that he was in it because I like Joshua Jackson. He was also in Bobby, which was really good. It's, uh, that's the, um, Bobby Kennedy? Yeah, Bobby Kennedy assassination with, movie. With Isn't it Emilio Estevez? Yeah, Emilio Estevez directed it. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Holding his old buddy, Charlie Conway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, Aurora Borealis. I actually really like it. It's an indie film, but I really, like, I really enjoyed it. I haven't seen it. Don't know about it. Somehow I missed that. I was working in... I was had, watching uh, a lot of indie films at the time. And I, I don't know if that. you watched Dr. Death, but great miniseries. Did not. Have but you listened to the podcast on it? Did not. But uh, I have seen things about Dr. Death, and it, it's definitely something that I think is on my list of things I would like to watch. It's got one of Meryl Streep's daughters in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was in Little Fires Everywhere. Not as a star, but he did seven episodes of it. I enjoyed that show. I haven't seen that one yet either. He did seven of eight episodes. I think that's... That counts. That, that counts. Like, definitely counts. He's he's listed as main cast. Yeah. So yeah. He's uh definitely multiple long running TV shows. He was in that long term relationship with what's her name? Um Dan Kruger. Like for ten years. And yeah. now he has a child with somebody else. With and Jody Turner Smith. And she went with the guy from Walking Dead. She what? Uh, Diane Kruger went with the guy from Walking Dead, didn't she? Which guy from Walking Dead? The guy that plays Daryl, I think his name is. Oh, is she with um, Norman Reedus? Yeah, yeah. I think they're together. I don't know. Yeah, it looks together. like they got together right at like around the time that she broke up with Pacey. Yeah, I think she moved on pretty fast. Or was that the reason? Probably the reason. Because she met him on a set of a movie in 2015, and and she split from Pacey in 2016. Yeah, it's probably the reason. Did you watch Fringe? I didn't. Um, I don't know why I didn't. It's it's, It's like that thing of, like, why haven't I watched it? Fringe was great. She's with... She used to be married to Marion Cotillard's dude yeah, that's hot that's hollywood i'm just saying it's kind of fun like i like the thing with with marion cotillard because she and, and guillaume Canet were in a movie together called love me if you dare and then eventually they became a couple apparently he's been cast in tv version of fatal attraction pacey yeah which <laughs> i did not know they were making oh is it also, gonna be like? Is it gonna be like Hannibal or? 
That's what I'm looking up right now to see what it. Looks like it's a TV version of the movie. Yeah, but like, is it going to be like Animal? Was set to lead. It says was with Lizzie Lizzie Kaplan, whom I love. Why doesn't Lizzie Kaplan have a have a fucking Wikipedia page? She has to have a Wikipedia. She's oh, not she tagged in it. She's got to have one. She's not linked. There she is. So it's a Paramount Plus show. Well, I can't watch it. I don't have Paramount Plus. She's with Tom Riley. Uh, so yeah, so it looks like it's a, just a TV version of the of the the movie. Is it still happening? Yeah, it says it's still happening for Paramount Plus. Hmm. It just says was, and then it doesn't say like they use make past tense on the Wikipedia article, so I don't know. He's playing the role that Michael Douglas played. And Kaplan's playing the role that uh, Glenn Close played. She'll be great in that. I think they're both going to be great in that. Yeah, but sh but yeah, yeah. It looks like it's still happening at Paramount Plus. Okay then. All right. I don't see anything that is canceled. This just this Wikipedia article is stupid. That's all. It's fine. They didn't link Lizzie Kaplan and they used past tense on a thing that's still happening. March 13th, he talked, he gave a, he gave an update on the series. Because it's not a negative thing. Like it's not a, it's not, not a negative, but it's not a canceled thing or something in the past. It should, I argue, say is set to lead the Paramount Plus series rather than was because was implies that he is no longer. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't see anything about it not being going forward, so. Joshua Jackson to start. Fatal Attraction. He was almost in, in Grey's Anatomy. As whom? He was going to be Owen Hunt. I don't know what that means. Uh, Kevin, Kevin McKinn? Oh. He was, he, he was cast in that role, and then they had the writer strike, and... He moved on to something else. Adam Brody read for Pacey. Thank God that didn't happen. Charlie Hunnam, Adrian Grenier, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and Scott Speedman auditioned for the role of Dawson. God, I couldn't imagine Adam Brody as, as Pacey. No. That would have been horrible. I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't mind on a Seth Cohen, but he would have been a horrible PC. Ooh, Catherine Heigl was one of the actresses who auditioned for Jen. Mm -mm. Glad that didn't happen to her. No, they they nailed the casting for the for the main four. All four were perfect for their roles. They were, and that's why, you know, I, I have repeatedly referred to Joshua Jackson as Paisley and not as Joshua Jackson. doesn't matter what he does, he'll always, even though he, he has plenty of stuff, and he has other stuff I love. I love Fringe. He has stuff actually, before, and I'm yeah. still like, Paisley. That's it. Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, 
like he's done a good job getting stuff to be to not be pacey and still be successful but he'll still always be pacey he's pacey i mean it's all like james vanderbeek who he's always be he'll always be dawson that hasn't done anything yeah i mean it's it's fine he can still be pacey but it's like oh my god did you see pacey in this thing instead of what happened to dawson yeah. Like, that's the difference. Like, did you see that new show with Pacey? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's an uncredited cameo in Muppets from Space. <laughs> As Pacey yeah, Witter. Him and him and Joey. Okay. I don't remember Muppets from Apparently, Space. Apparently, the movie takes place... So, you know, at the end of season three, when they sail off? Uh-huh. Apparently, that's one of the stops they make when they're sailing. <laughs> it's where Muppets in Space is happening. Okay. Sure. Dawson's Creek is one of three WB shows to, to use the word shit. Do you know what the other two were? No. Everwood and One Tree Hill. Well, I haven't watched either of those, so that would probably be why I didn't know. Yeah. Wasn't I supposed to watch Everwood? Was that the one you said I needed to watch? I did tell you you should watch Everwood. I haven't watched it yet. I was supposed to watch it after I finished watching... Chuck, which you did not finish. Which I didn't finish. So <laughs> I technically... say you haven't broken your... I have oh God, not Jason broken... Biggs auditioned for Pacey Witter. Oh, no. That... <laughs> Imagine pie fucker as Biggs. No. Selma Blair as Joey wouldn't have been that bad. No, Selma Blair as Joey would have been fine. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it was Katie Holmes, because I think Katie Holmes was perfect in the role, but I don't think Selma Blair would have been a bad Joey. I think Selma Blair could have pulled it off. I do. I do. I do. Charlie uh, Hunnam wouldn't have been that bad as, as, as Dawson. Charlie Hunnam would have been fine as Dawson, except for the fact that sometimes Charlie Hunnam looks like my dad. Oh. So that always makes me uncomfortable. But. You know what always pissed me off? That Lizzie Phillips wasn't in the finale. Yeah, I think she probably should have been by then, but she was she was not. Why not? Because they do a time jump. Yeah. But she she didn't get to be in the finale for some reason. Honestly, I think it's mostly because Kevin Williamson came back to write it and he didn't know her character. Because mm. he, he wasn't a writer or a producer in the later seasons. But he came back to write the finale. Oh, he's in Lisa the Tree Hug? Who is? Oh, Simpsons, yes. Yeah, the Simpsons. He's hunky environmentalist Jesse Grass. <laughs> also, <sighs> he hosted a great episode of Saturday Night Live. Oh my God, look, he was in, he was in the movie Gossip, with the man who would later steal his girlfriend. Ah. Wow. I mean, he ended up with a very beautiful wife. So oh, I yeah. Know, I, I mean, I don't know if they're married, but they mother of his child. Are married? Yeah. They got married in December, but then she had a baby in April, so. Either way, she's very I don't beautiful. care, but apparently that's still a thing people are worried about. No, she's, she's, I'm not saying anything negative about Jody. I think she's wonderful. I'm just saying, look at that. That was in 2000. Anyway, he was on, he hosted SNL. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the funniest skits I've ever seen. He In one of the skits, he plays a groom who, and he does his toast, and Will Ferrell, and I forget who the other guy was, but um, they keep playing um, I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight. Because oh. they're the wedding band, and it's the oh, only song they know. It's Horatio Sands, isn't it? Uh, is it Horatio? And yeah, it's like the Will... only song that they know. Yeah. And they start it. And then... like, sorry. It, it, we only know the beginning. <laughs> and okay. every time he's like, I, I just died in your home. And they started yelling at each other. Mm. I remember I that. I absolutely love that skit. So I don't know. I don't remember anything else about the episode, but that skit has stuck with me forever. I also remember PaceyCon from 2010. PaceyCon was great. <laughs> Because I was looking at this like, wait, what is this? What does it say? And then he was directly across the street from San Diego Comic-Con, sporting a bowling shirt and giving out fan fiction written by Dawson's Creek fans to those waiting. It's gone. <laughs> the gay fan fiction for Casey and Dawson. See, when this he, is why he's great. This is why he's the, still Pacey, because he still he, embraces when, Pacey. When he walks by and somebody's like, I love you in Fringe, and she's like, you mean Pacey? <laughs> Dawson's Creek? <laughs> I still watch that every like at least once a year. I love that. Oh, takes time out of promoting Fringe at Comic Con to make Casey Con. He's like, he's like, I booked this, but apparently something else is happening at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to go in to see if they'll cancel Comic Con. He's like, I'm, I'm just here to talk to them about Casey Con. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, I love you in Fringe, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> See, that's that's great. That's where that's the difference. He was like, "Yep, I'm Pacey Witter, and I I understand that, and I accept that, and I'm not gonna say that I'm not Pacey Witter." He he was the quickest to just embrace it, and James Van Der Beek later on embraced yeah. it more because he did. He you know he played himself, and they joked about Dawson's Creek and don't uh, don't trust a bitch in Apartment Twenty Three, and then he did his Dawson. The James Van Big memes, which started with the Dawson crying face meme. And there's Michelle Williams, who was just like, yeah, it happened, but I do all this other shit now. And nobody yeah. even really thinks about her in Dawson's Creek as much anymore. I do. And then there's Katie Holmes. Ooh. I think the worst decision she made was marrying... Tom Hanks. Should have been the be best people, decision. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. There's going to be people who are going to forget that you said that first. And they're going to be like, why is Fishy saying that Katie Holmes married Tom Hanks? Yeah, somebody's going to be like, Fishy messed, messed up. Fishy made an error. <laughs> Nobody will call me out. <laughs> they'll just skate over the fact that I said it first and you, yeah. you only said it to mock me <laughs> they're going to remember that and that's going to be the Pavel yeah. is going to be like why are you talking yeah. about let's, let's talk with Eric the one where Fishty makes a mistake <laughs> the one where Fishty says Katie Holmes married Tom Hanks why is Fishty lying <laughs> he didn't, she didn't marry Tom Hanks Fishty's a liar Oh, 
God. I don't want to wait. Actually, no, I can't sing that. I don't know how that works. If they'll shut me down. Paula Cole doesn't like when people don't pay her for her song. That's why she's not on the DVD. Yes. The funny part is Netflix paid for her to re-record the theme song, and now it's not going to be on Netflix anymore. Didn't they like just do that? Wasn't it just on? Yeah, it's just a. It was just a few months ago that they she re-recorded. I don't want to wait for the Netflix streaming, and now it's not on Netflix anymore. But I love Jan Arden, so I'm okay with Run Like Mad. I don't think I know that song. It's the theme song that they use for. It was the theme song in international viewings, and then they put it on the DVD. Yeah, but I don't think I know it. I don't. I don't think. Oh, you didn't watch it on DVD? No, no. I watched it while it was airing, and then forgot half of it. We had this conversation at the start. <laughs> I remember being there trying to figure out, like, waiting to see who Joey chose, and I was so happy. Chose Pacey. She made a good choice. I was Spoiler such a alert Pacey for. Fan. Spoiler alert for a show that ended in 2003. She chooses Pacey. Yeah, if you haven't, if you don't, it doesn't matter. Jerry, who's, I don't know if he's still watching the series, but he said he was going to keep watching it. She chooses Pacey. He said he's going to keep watching it? That's what he told me when we when we recorded uh, about the Dawson's Creek pilot. You, you, he might have mentioned that in the episode, but you know, I didn't listen. So <laughs> I'm on the episodes. I don't listen to them. <laughs> That's kind of how it is and it's you know it's nothing personal i just have if i listened to your podcast i still haven't caught up with v's she's been off the air for three months and i haven't listened to the last like 10 i would never catch up with anything your, your last episode actually hit 30 30 listeners the one when we talked about uh wow what did we talk about oh uh is horrible, that my highest performance the side characters that, that is I was I was the first one to hit double digits. Yes. But then like Ari has the more the popular with, episodes. The one with the V is the most is the most popular. Oh that makes sense because it's V. Yeah. V's at uh, it was fifty eight fifty eight lessons. She was the first one to hit fifty. I've hit thirty though? Yeah, the the one on the one that we just did on side characters. Wow, that one's recent too. Yeah. Wow. Because of my brand, probably it's me. It's, it's mine. It's it's name recognition. It's not yeah, you. It, 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 it's it's me. And then when no you one. tag me, people don't even know that you're tagging me because I don't use that name. <laughs> I do actually, but if you tagged at Fishy Buns, you would not get the same account. You'd get my other account, which is where I post political stuff and never look at it anymore. Like, I made the account that I use. I made Masquerade Redux because I wanted, like, visual novels and things like that to be separate because I wanted a break. Because it was 2020. Was it 2020 when I finally made that account? I think so. When did I make myself? Let's go. Let's see. Click on me. Where am I? Pretty sure I, last fall I did 10 years on at Narek Mitch. It was May 2020. And I was like... I'm over this shit. This is the worst time I've ever experienced, and I've lived through Reagan. 
Um, that dates me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I want to have a nice little like corner of the internet where I can go and just have things that I enjoy. And I have tweeted apparently 4,076 times. If I go to 50 buns, which is not my first Twitter account, it's actually my third. I've only tweeted 655 times since December of 2012. <laughs> 2012? That, yeah, my third account was made in December of 2012. The oldest account that I can find any record of Two thousand nine. You can still see ats for my last two. Like if you search for at Fubu Grass, that's F as in Frank U B U G R A S S. You can see people adding me there, and then I was freshly instable. At Nerd Mitch has thirty four point one k tweets. I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm closing in on 35,000 tweets. God, I should have kept those accounts. Why did I get rid of them? I don't know. Why was I tagged by gay sex news? <laughs> <laughs> I joined August 2010. So this August will be 12 years. February 2009 is the the... The oldest I could find. And it was tagged because I don't have the account anymore. So it was somebody tagging me in a, in a comment. This is, this is the only, uh, other than like. Or maybe it was October podcast, 2009. This is the only. Actually, I did make one to act oh, as, a, as, a, as a choices character that I, that I think is a serial killer. You'd made a, you made an RP account? Yeah. As a side, choices side character who. In my in my head canon is a serial killer. But I think I got I don't think I have it anymore. I think I got rid of it. Oh hey. I'm not hanging up on you, I swear. <laughs> I was like, gosh, talking about the Cubs. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm just saying it's ironic that that just happened again. We didn't do Wait, 2009? No, we didn't have a good year in 2009, so that means nothing, but... You've had, like, one good year? Excuse me? Two, sorry. We did well in 2015, I think? In 2016? When we won? 2003? All right. Ended horribly. So, so you can count on one hand how many good seasons? Well, let me know. We, we had... Like ninety eight, um, there was one in the in. And I was too young. I don't remember. It was like eighty six or eighty seven was a good year. Nineteen forty five. We went to the World Series in nineteen forty five. Who the hell are the Guardians? Yeah, the Indians, oh. formerly known as the Cleveland Indians. I gotcha. Yeah, we beat the Guardians in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That logo is horrible. It's um, based off a of bridge. It's still horribly ugly. But I don't care. It's not my team. Cleveland Guardians. What do I do with the Major League movie now? 
Jeez. Uh, it's going to go even more apparent that it didn't age well. <laughs> Why didn't we it, put those it, on the list of movies it, that didn't age well? It already didn't age well. Now it's going to be even worse. Like, we totally missed those. I, 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 to be honest, I don't think of the major league movies that often. And, and like Hot Shots and all those, every Charlie Sheen vehicle. Charlie Sheen himself had not aged well. No. Okay, not every, well, kind of. I mean, oh God, because we talked about Ferris Bueller. Yeah. And how it's like almost okay, but not but he's dearly in that. Yeah, but he's like, he's still in it. Hidden on a high school student. <laughs> he is making out with a high school student. I mean, in, in general, John Hughes movies has, have not aged well. No. No. Hey, people love Shadows of Saint 4, and there are two adult men who hit on a high school student in that, so. And a love interest who drugs you. Yeah. The, the that that book is problematic. I, I enjoy books it. That are problematic, problematic on that app. We're not talking about it though. No. Wait, wait. Oh no! Somebody just replied to it. I'm like, why is this showing up on my damn feed? I have you set to most recent, not things that you think I will enjoy. Twitter because you get it wrong. And then it's like this tweet from an hour ago, but somebody replied to it and it bumped it up. <laughs> I was about to fight somebody. I was about to go fight Elon Musk. He's on the board now. Yeah, he's a majority stake. He's got seven percent. Yeah, I know. Somehow that that sadly that's majority. <sighs> so Pacey Witter is awesome. And uh Yeah. I'm probably not editing any of the, any of these any of this out, so you're just gonna keep it? <laughs> Probably. People get to see what we're like. Don't they already know? At this point, they should know. If I they're mean, listening, they know. They expect it. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have anybody who's surprised that we go off on these tangents. You know? Like Eric and Fishy talking about something that's not related to anything that they're already that they should be talking about. Has fucking nothing to do with the topic. But then they're going to bring it back in somehow. Pacey Witter. Oh, uh, I haven't rented about a kayak today, Today, so. Oh my god, my boss talked about how she's supposed to go kayaking this weekend and she's not excited about it and I was like... Stupid kayak. <laughs> Get a damn canoe. Break. <laughs> but the canoe almost killed her somehow. Because that's for some reason worse than getting... Do they not know the difference between a kayak and a canoe? I don't. I feel like they messed them up, personally. Like they swapped them? I think the writers swapped them out and without thinking, realizing. They're thinking that they were in a canoe, but they were in a kayak, and that's why they almost drowned, because you know, you're stuck in it. Probably. <laughs> I feel like they messed it up. They messed up everything else. Why not that? Player coach. Yeah, there was something else that I was just University. reading. Why was I like, it's this thing. That's not how it works. Chris Chris, and Madison, who are player coaches, for their dance team, that's not really a team. It's a club. Oh, it was the fucking shit in the princess swap. Spoilers for people who haven't read it. 
it's not a big spoiler it doesn't matter it's basically a main plot point and it starts in chapter two you're fine but <laughs> when they have the um the little like meeting of the heads of the greek houses like that I don't remember would... it what happened because the, they go to the they go to the have the meeting for the heads of the Greek houses and that's where the the villain for uh, Rose's storyline is like well according to the charter I like the the president of the other sorority. she's the president of the whatever they are the yeah. Thetans the Thetas <laughs> um and and they're all voting about whether or not they're gonna lose their charter and it's like I don't. I don't think that's how that works. And I don't know if like you're going to lose your charter because a bunch of people left post rush. Like, I don't, I don't know if that, I don't, I'm not been in a house. I don't know. No, because I'm pretty sure they, it's like most sororities and fraternities have national boards and they choose the charter. Right. They're part of an, of an, of a national or potentially even international, you know i'm going to say fraternity or sorority but you know like yeah, whatever mean, it is and this is a this is a chapter of that and then you're only supposed to as far as i'm aware you're only supposed to accept new people during rush periods right so you can't just throw a party to get people to pledge no that's what rush is for which is what they're doing because their whole thing is that they're being told that they're going to lose their charter because they lost you know like 90 percent of their members now they only have five but it's like i think if you had a bunch who were like aging out or who transferred or whatever and left i don't think you get punished for that no that's that's uh writers think they know what they're doing because that's something that's beyond your control yeah and the greek council wouldn't vote on charters They would have no control on whether a fraternity or a sorority kept their charter. None. And it's like, the is there even a council? Why are they even, why would they even be involved with I mean, each other? I mean, it's like maybe that. it's a TV thing, but most TV shows that, that deal, like, I don't know if you've ever watched Greek, but no. there's a Greek council with like the presidents is going. a council? I don't know if it's a real life thing. Houses, the National Panhellenic Council is a collaborative umbrella council. Historically, African American fraternities. Uh, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> the Greek Council is a joint governing body of the social Greek organizations. Is a governing body of the social fraternities and Panhellenic Council is governing body of the social sororities. That's at Redlands. Okay, but it's elected positions, and it's six elected chairpersons from every sorority and fraternity. No, six elected chairpersons are selected from every sorority and fraternity. So it's not necessarily the president. And I don't know if they have anything that's to just, do with deciding whether or not you get I to think continue. It's the TV thing where they're like the president just does it. It's probably just easier. Yeah, then try and explain it. And I'm sure a lot of the times it, it might even be the president in situations. But like... I think I remember seeing an article where like people are like 
Greek is the cl- like the TV show Greek is the closest to what fraternities and sororities are actually like. Let's see how accurate is, this. is the show Greek. Our frat says. In a lot of ways, the show provides super inaccurate portrayal of Greek life, although it definitely gets some things right. However, the TV shows seem to be largely marketed toward pre-college kids. Hmm. Apparently there's a later article that I just found that says the TV, the TV series Greek is not a true de- depiction of sorority life. So apparently people change their mind. Oh, well, this person says probably the most accurate portrayal of Greek life that I've seen and not because it was good, but because the bar was set pretty low. That's probably what it is. It gets more things right than Animal House or Beta House. The characters on Greek are more two-dimensional. They have to balance school and social life instead of one-dimensional. Their organizations have to plan more than just parties and it shows more of the work that actually goes into running a fraternity including maintaining relationships with other organizations then somebody else said pretty shitty so <laughs> all right so it, it's not great but it's the best because the, the bar is so low it's yeah that's so, what it comes down to so there you go don't come at eric he didn't lie didn't lie it it, it, it it is a, it's not a great representation, but it's the best because everything else is horrible. Uh, One of the actors that is in Greek is going to be on that Netflix choose the, the rom com choose your own route movie. Is it? Is are they? Ah, uh, yeah, the guy that plays Cappy from Greek. I didn't. I don't know who plays Cappy. Uh, something Scott Foster, I think. Scott Foster or something? Greek. John Paul Jones. Michael Scott Foster. No, Scott Michael Foster. Captain Cappy, John Paul Jones, one of the main characters of the series. What else? What what else has he been in? Um, Let's find out. Do you know him from something? I don't know. That that's Scott Michael Foster. He was in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Didn't watch that. He was in Chasing Life. Didn't watch that. I watched like two episodes of Halt and Catch Fire because I love Lee Pace. You like <laughs> Pushing Daisies? I love pers- Pushing Daisies. I love Pushing Daisies. I am sad that it didn't get the ratings and had to be canceled. Yes. And thus the ending was rushed. So it went on hiatus because it didn't have the ratings. It sounds like a choices book. Went on hiatus. They could try to fix it. And then had a rushed ending. They rushed the ending. So it sucks because it only had the one season and it was phenomenally good, but it didn't get the ratings because it's kind of quirky weird. Buy Diamond Options in the books that you like. (laughs) We did uh, five episodes of You. I haven't seen You. Seriously? 
have not seen you. What have I watched this man has been in? No, 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 no. Wait, did I Nine episodes this? of Once Upon a Time. I hate Once Upon a Time. Well, you said you, you watched Halt and Catch Fire, didn't you? Like two episodes of it. Californication? Nope. I've not seen The River, The Closer, not Zero Hour. Parenthood? Uh-uh. Oh, God, yeah. He was on Once Upon a Time long after I stopped watching it. I stopped watching it partway through season two. Oh, you gave up really early. You gave up really early. Well, it's dumb. It did get dumb. I didn't like that they solved the whole problem of season one at the end of season two. I thought that was way too fast. And I hated the kid who played Henry. Didn't they solve the problem of season one at the end of season one? That's what I meant. Okay. I was like, no, wait. They, Sorry, they, they the did it at the, the end, end of season one. one. They broke the curse, and that's like the whole point of the stupid story. Yeah. And then they just fell apart. So. And then it's like got a reboot, and like it's like the one time that I thought. It has a reboot? Like a soft reboot within the series, apparently. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they aged Henry. Yeah, I, I did catch an episode where he was older, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? That's Henry? Well, at least he's not the terrible child anymore. So Sorry, Jared Scott Gilmore, but I hated your performance on fucking Once uh, Upon kids, a Time. Kids are so tough. It's like Walton Lost. Like Some of them are good. Some of them are not. Kids are tough because they age faster than the character should age. I don't even mean that. I just mean that they're not good actors a lot of the time because they don't understand the nuances that go into it and they don't understand the emotions of acting and they don't understand. Like I was a terrible actor as a kid. I'm still a terrible actor. It doesn't matter. But when I wanted to be an actor, I was awful. So <laughs> but like it's rare that you get the ones that are like um, uh, Freddie Highmore and uh, the the Fanning sisters. Like these ones who just, you're like, holy shit, that kid's like six. Like you don't get those very often. You get, when you get, she was in an interview with a vampire. That's it. She peaked. Fight me. Are you serious? I think she has not had a better performance than when she was Claudia. Granted, like I haven't seen a lot of her stuff because I don't like her movies, but she peaked <laughs> with the interview. Did you watch Friday Night Lights? The TV no. show? I don't like football. Anyways, like, I was looking through like other shows that I can rank post-show careers, and I was like, cannot believe that Jesse Plemons has the best, best career for anybody that came out of Friday Night Lights. Well, he kind of like disappeared for a while, didn't he? Yeah, but now he's like... But I mean, so did, so did Pacey, so I mean, it's fine. His career has been amazing. And he married woman who peaked at 10. I like Power of the Dog, which is the new one. I don't know. I mean, she was fine in Fargo. I did like Fargo. Uh... And I actually, okay, I, 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 I will admit I like um, a movie that also didn't age well, uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. She was fun in that. 
Okay, so she didn't like. To- well, I still think their performance was better as Claudia, though. I liked her as Mary Jane Watson. No. <laughs> Sorry. She wasn't Sorry. bad. Sorry. No. At least in the first one. The, the, the other two, maybe not. No. I like Bring It On. Ah. I don't yeah. like her in Bring It On, though. Eliza Dushku's in it, though. Dick was a great movie. Was, was she good in it? Yes, her and Michelle Williams. Mm. Was she better than she was in Interview with a Vampire? Virgin Suicides. No, I hate the Virgin Suicides. I hate that movie. All right, we're just not going to agree then. <laughs> the point is, I didn't like Jared as Gilmore, as Baby Henry. I thought it was terrible. Yes. It comes down to, yes, he was terrible. She was in, she was in Jumanji. Yeah, and? I'm just saying. I mean, you have a strong argument that she peaked with Interview with a Vampire. There's, there's an argument there. It doesn't necessarily mean that she's not a good actor. It just means that I think that it is genuinely one of her best performances if not her best. I liked Elizabeth Tom. Oh, no, I didn't. And here's why. Here's why. One, admittedly, I'm a huge Orlando Bloom fan, so I went into it, you know, maybe a little biased against anybody who gets to romance Orlando Bloom. But um, I hated the ending of it. I wanted it to not have it have that I wanted an ambiguous ending. I wanted it where they went their separate ways. I didn't like that they came back together. I haven't seen Marie Antoinette, so I do. I mean, that is, that's on me. Um, I love Eternal Sunshine, but I don't like her in it. Yeah, she she didn't, she wasn't the highlight of the movie. No. I think she could have been played by any number of other people who would have done as good, if not better. I I like Eternal Sunshine as possible as mine, but it's not a movie that I can go back and rewatch very often. I love it. But I'm weird. I like things that are depressing. I like being depressed. I like upsetting myself. Watch my stream and find out. Um, like Alpha Dog? I, I really loved that movie when I watched it, but I can't go back and rewatch it. I don't know what that is. Um, it's a movie about a kid who gets kidnapped and he becomes friends with his kidnappers, but they still kill him at the end. Oh, cool. Just in- Justin Timberlake's in it, and uh, oh, Emile Hurst, and Sean Hattesey. Wait, was that the movie where they said Justin Timberlake was not good? I thought oh, he was Anton good, Yelkin, but... rip. Yeah. Sorry, but that's a stupid way to die. Put your car in park and put the emergency brake on. Yes, it's, a, it's not a good way that it happened. I didn't think Justin Timberlake was that bad in it. I don't know if this was this was the one I was thinking of where it was like, why is he trying to do this? Like he's not gonna he doesn't stand up to the other actors. But I don't know, I didn't watch it. They still kill him. Well that's that's a spoiler, but sad. I mean, so right, I probably out, would have read the thing anyway. Came out quite a long time ago, so That's true. It's old enough that I don't think I've sixteen years old. Yeah. Oh, it's an actual case? Yeah, it's based on a true story. 
Johnny True Love is a young drug dealer living in the San Gabriel Valley in Southern California. His father, Sonny, supplies him with marijuana. Cool. Well, that's got dark. <laughs> it, it's a dark movie. No, I just mean our conversation got dark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, plus it's past midnight, so I need to go to bed. Yeah, you should go. You can hang up you for, for real this time. <laughs> thank you for discussing my rankings of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. I'll have to figure out what show I'll do next. Maybe Beverly Hills 910. Really age ourselves. The two oh. Beverly Hills. Did, and, okay, well, can we just say the answer now? What's your answer? Luke Perry? Yes, it is Luke Perry. <laughs> there, we did the episode. But I think Shannon Dorothy has a run for number two. <sighs> Only by default, because like dressed in Jason Priestley became like a race car driver. And Tori Spelling is known for having bad plastic surgery. He, he has a donut named after himself, I'm pretty sure. Jason Canada. Priestley? Yeah. I always thought. Pretty sure Tim cute. Horns named Tim um, Horns, which is a donut shop in Canada, the most popular donut shop. It's the I'm Canadian Duncan, sure. for those of you yeah. who are in America. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they, they named the donut after him. And then, and then you know, Ian Ziering. Ian Ziering. Sharknado. Sharknado probably bumps him up to number two. Overcharmed. Those were pretty popular. She, she, she got, but she, she left. Got fired from Charmed. She left for being a psycho bitch. And then there's What's Her Face, who's just known for being vegan and pushing when hair care. Who's that? Kelly. Whoever played Kelly. Can't remember her name right now. Uh, yeah. Uh she was, in the, she was in a reboot for 90210. What the fuck was her name? Beverly Hills 90210. Her name was Jenny Garth. Yes. Oh, Brian Austin Green, most known for marrying uh, Megan Fox. Tori Spelling would make a run for the top. What has she done career-wise, though, other than having her reality show? I think that's enough. Sadly, that's enough to get her to number two. I mean, probably two. Probably true, given given what everybody else has done. So I mean, we're, we're we're talking about very low bar. Do you think this Jason like Priestley of... was at all the inspiration for Chris? Like maybe he's a face claim for Chris. Possibly. I think that's the real face crime. Face, face claim for Chris. It's not Chase Crawford or whatever his name is. It's Jason Priestley. <laughs> anyway, Hillary Swank. There you go. She's got the best. Yeah, so I'm just going to rank him now. Gabri <laughs> Gabriel Carteris is, is last. Yeah. Then I'd probably say Brian Austin Green. Okay. Uh, Jason Priestley, Jenny Garth. You think Jason Priestley before Jenny Garth? I mean, they're they're pretty much tied. I mean, 
He had a he had no, Jenny uh, Jason Quigley had a hit show in Canada, so I'll put he, him above Jenny Carson. He did, yeah. Uh, and then I would put Shannon Dorothy, Tori Spelling, Tori Spelling in. Is it Ian or Ian? Ian. Ian, and then Luke, Pre- Luke Perry is definitely number one. Rip. Rip Luke Perry. Maybe we'll do Save by the Bell for the next one. Okay. We can do I'll that. Rank, I'll rank Save by the Bell. Okay. Well, that's the next TV one because we have another one planned that's not TV. Yes, we have a choice as one planned. I'm excited about that one. I have opinions. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, we'll find a time for that one next week. Cool. All right. So I will let you go. Have a good night and see you tomorrow. Yes. Have a good night as well. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for agreeing. Pacey's amazing. Team Pacey. Pacey is the goat. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Thanks again to Fishty for joining the show this week. She can be found on Twitter at Masquerade Redux, and she streams several visual novel games multiple days of the week at twitch.tv slash fishtybuns. As always, you can follow us at Let's Talk W Eric. Until next time, hope you have a wonderful week.